Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Taylor. And we're the hosts of the Anxiety Chicks podcast, where we dive deep into the reality of anxiety, nutrition, and mental health. Listen as we explore all things anxiety healing while keeping it real, including our own struggles with mental health. We'll bring our expertise as healing professionals to the conversation while discussing the tools and strategies you need to heal the anxious mind. Listen to the Anxiety Chicks on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Anxiety Chicks podcast. I'm Allison Sepinera. And I'm Taylor. And we're so excited to be here with you guys today. Taylor has some um, exciting updates for you about our podcast. Yes. I didn't know how you were going to get into that, but go right uh, in. <laughs> we did a cool giveaway for you guys. Just as much as it, as you don't see it to us, it means so much when you leave a review because that's the only way podcasts kind of get shown more is by the amount of reviews. And then just like if people like the podcast and whatever. So we did a giveaway and I hope all you guys got to enter that wanted to enter and we had an awesome winner and we'll probably do one again pretty soon. I think maybe once a month, I think people really like the combo of your healing tips and my healing tips and just giving it away to people. Yes. And so yeah, look for that. It'll always be on our page. We'll never, we should have talked about it in the last episode though. So next time we'll, yeah. sorry guys, we, we came up with it. That's why like after we were that like, is, let's yeah. try this. And so we yeah. did it, but we'll, we'll prepare you guys the next time. Um, and I think our winner, she got, how many did you send? She got the three uh, pack of purity and then the book of the anxiety healers guide. So I actually got two book, two of your books. Do you know that oh, okay. your publisher sent me a book like, two months after your book was released like it randomly showed up i think it was the one that they said they were sent but it just like randomly showed up i was like oh cool i was like i'll just use this for one of the giveaways no i think it's because i thought that maybe you didn't get it yet i was really because i was hearing from some people that they didn't receive my the copies of them and i was getting Uh upset and so i basically just went and told them i said send them to everyone again and I guess they did. So that's good. You have two. Okay. okay so well, cool. So you'll, you, yeah. So the winner got a copy of my book, The Anxiety Healer's Guide, and and the three pack of purity. So we'll be doing more giveaways. You guys just yeah. um, listen, and you know, even without the giveaway, we'd love to have a review from you. So thank you all so much um, who has left amazing reviews and have been loyal listeners of the pod. Yes. Um, if you've been you know, following us, we've actually had some amazing guests on the past couple months about so many different types of topics related to anxiety that you might not even think of. Like for me, you know, the hormone menopause episode was so informative. Um, I'm sort of in the perimenopause stage. So it's crazy how hormones can affect mental health. So go listen to that episode. Um, I loved talking to therapy Jeff about gaslighting and what it looks like when you gaslight yourself. That's a couple episodes ago. We just had like some really good guests and we have some more coming, but we've gotten some feedback on people loving just hearing Taylor and I too. So we're trying to incorporate more of us just being on here. Um, so yeah, so today though, we have our very popular Q and a of the month episode, uh, where we answer your questions. 
And I got some pretty good ones. How are your questions? They good this, this Mine month? are pretty uh pretty up to date with my current health status. So I feel like people are like, tell us more. Because like love you were that. saying, we've had some awesome uh, guests on who I think that a lot of times with anxiety and mental health, we only look at the mind, right? But sometimes it's like our yeah. whole body is a system and everything is connected. So if your uh, gut, your brain, your organs, everything isn't going well, other things aren't going to go well. So it's sometimes course. like we got to look deeper at like root causes. And once we do that, sometimes we find some things and we can get help. And the good news is that we can always get help. 100%. Yes. Oh, and by the way, for anyone that uh, heard the episode last week about my health scare and my health anxiety, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I ended up having shingles. So if anyone doesn't know what shingles is, it's basically a virus that if you've had chicken pox, um, it's just a virus that kind of stays in your body. So I had it when I was like six or something. And it's a virus that just kind of stays in your body. It can be dormant. Um, and from what I've been hearing, a lot of times stress and anxiety can actually cause the flare up of it. It can be one of it's not, you know, this is what I talked to my doctor about. It's not that's not always what it is. So, you know, if you feel like you're struggling with that or something might be happening, definitely talk to your doctor. Um, I don't know where the heck it came from, but let me just tell you, it was not fun. I'm on the mend. They give you medication. They give you an antiviral. So it can be, it's very painful. I had more of a mild case, but it turns out that's basically kind of what was, it can also cause some like um, nerve pain. And so that might have been what was causing my pain that I thought was maybe sciatica, but I still have some lower back pain. So I am getting an MRI. You say, guys. Is that gone? I mean, I don't have it really as much. Not my my lower back pain where my lumbar spine is. That's uh -huh. That's been just a constant sort of like ache okay. for the last couple of years. And that's oh, okay. still kind of there. But the actual like sciatic pain, like the pain I was having with my nerves, that's gone. So. Wow. I think, and that's very indicative to shingles. It can cause a lot of nerve pain, but it's only on one side of the body usually, which is so weird. It doesn't take over wow. the whole body and it was only on my like right leg. So um, anyway, finally on the mend and I'm hoping that that's maybe the last of my kind of like sicknesses for a while. <laughs> and um, that's my little update. If you guys have any other questions about shingles, feel free to DM me at the Anxiety <laughs> Healer. But other than that, I don't want to freaking hear the word shingles ever again in my life. Um, so you're not anyway. sleeping on the floor anymore? So I haven't been able to sleep on the floor. I, um, Bless yes, your heart. <laughs> I know. I've only woken up in the middle of the night a couple times um, just to kind of take my medicine because I have to take in the middle of the night and um haven't really had much pain or anything so thank goodness good I'm, if anyone was concerned <laughs> only so up here also also it's you guys might be listening and being like shingles what the heck how old are you because shingles actually is more common with people over the age of like even 60 but more and more people i've been talking to i'm 42 i've been getting it younger and younger so just take care of yourself, you guys. Okay? That's just my message of the day. Let's move on. Luckily, Taylor. I think uh, my, my generation is less likely to ever get shingles because we're all little well, uh, chicken pox vaccinated, vaccinated babies. I know. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Be jealous. I know. Y'all did like chicken pox like, parties, right? Like the moms would like hit the kids together. My mom told me about this. She would like, chicken they like got party. together. Well, my, my, my mom's brother had it or something. And so then my mom like just put my mom by her, 
my brother or by her brother so that they could just have it at the same time and get it over with. Like that's their mindset. <laughs> Wait, I do remember people talking about that. It's like, like oh, bring your it. kid over. Yeah. yeah, just get it over with. And it was like, we were like, ah. But um, yeah, everyone and and everyone always got it like at a very young age. Yeah. Like, it's always was like when you were six or to like 10 or something. And no one really ever, everyone got it in the beginning. So it's like, get it over with. Um, yeah. But yeah, get get and if you guys are, you know, even like in your mid 40s, if any of you are listening, go to your doctor and see if you can get the vaccine. I think they actually would give it to they would give it to you. So anyway, OK, let's move on because you have some really good questions. Go first. You go first. OK, so first question, I guess let's just start off with the whole TPO ANA thing. So I told you guys on my stories that. Uh, I was I was talking about my blood work I just got, which I had gotten retested from last year, and basically my numbers kind of went higher. And so my doctor was like, "Hey, let's refer you to a rheumatologist." So basically, I got my ANA, which is basically an indicator of autoimmune, and then I got TPO tested, which is your thyroid antibodies. So they look for that when they're looking for like Hashimoto's, which we've had an expert come on talking about Hashimoto's Mm -hmm. and she's amazing. Dr. Carrie Vitt, she's, she's reversed her Hashimoto's and has helped so many women reverse Hashimoto's whole holistically, which is awesome. I think a lot of people aren't given that, uh, information. And I've noticed that going through this myself right now is like, you're immediately just kind of sent to a specialist. Right. And it's like, okay, hold on. Let's pump the brakes. I haven't done anything to get these numbers lower. So basically, I'm going to work on that before going to see this rheumatologist. And then I'm going to get retested in like two to three months and seeing if I can get the numbers down myself. So someone asked, uh, what does high ANA signify? So you shouldn't have high ANA. It's more of like positive or negative. And then they test the teeter and the pattern. And so basically, ANA is just a blood test. And you're either okay. positive or you're negative. And then you get a teeter, which is like a number. So it's like you want it under 180. Okay. Mine was like 1, 1, uh, 1260. So, but last time it was 180. And so they were like, uh, okay, we don't know. And this time it was uh, 1, 1, 1, 1260. And then they look at the pattern. Mine is nuclear dense speckled. So Wait, then that kind on. of just gives It was 180. It was what? What were your notes? You said one twelve sixty. Yeah. What so it- it's like a it's a ratio. So like one eighty, one ratio eighty. Oh, okay, okay. So one like um colon colon eighty, yeah, eighty, and then twelve yeah. colon. Okay, one Go colon twelve sixty. So um okay. Anyways. <laughs> They look at that and then they the TPO is kind of more Hashimoto's, but I went to the endocrinologist and she's like, I don't think you have Hashimoto's, but now my number has gone up. So they're like, okay, let's dig deeper into things. However, I'm going to look more for root cause. So if you're listening to this and because I've the amount of messages I received when I posted all this was honestly unbelievable. So many people getting a a positive ANA or high TPO and just kind of being sent home like, hey, we don't know. And I think that that is causing a lot of anxiety for people. So something I encourage people to do, and I've read, this is just kind of a summary of all the messages I've received of people finding help and digging deeper is looking for a toxicity of mold in your body, Lyme disease, uh, uh, SIBO, 
and mm-hmm. uh, extreme leaky gut. And I think that would be like seeing a functional medicine doctor and bringing those topics or any other type of infection, bringing up those topics to your doctor and seeing if they can test for it. This is going to be a functional medicine doctor, by the way, and seeing if they can test for it. And if you show positive for those, so I've seen, there was like 10 different stories from people. One girl had a mold toxicity, got the mold toxicity detoxed, her numbers went down. Mm. Another girl, she had chronic Lyme and didn't know it. Got that fixed. Not only did it help her ANA, but it helped her anxiety. She was living with chronic Lyme, which I remember like Justin Bieber had this, remember? Yeah. He was like going through all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And this girl was like, I was never even like bit by a tick. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, these are things that like I feel like need to be told. She might have been and just didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like didn't know she was bit by a tick. Um, So I feel like these are things that that we're not told when we just go to the doctor. It's just kind of like, oh, you have an autoimmune. Here's a medicine. Go live your life. But it's like, why don't I try and dig a little bit deeper right now before just like, because I, I do think the med- that medicine's amazing. And I think that the, if you have like a true autoimmune and you've, done, and you've done all you can, then yeah, like that's the right route. But I think that there's so much deeper and it seems like all these people come together and talk about it, you know? Yeah. And it's not being told from the doctor. Always. Yeah. If if you if someone wants to get tested for like an ANA or TPO, mm-hmm. how would they go and do that? Your primary care. So you would ask the so, primary so, care doctor, yeah. can you do this for me? Uh, yeah. And then at that appointment, if your yours came back positive or high or anything, they say, oh, here's the specialist you need to go to, which I recommend taking it one step deeper and going to a functional medicine first. Yeah. And saying, hey, because, let's test for these like five things and see if I right. have any. I mean, because I can imagine, you know, the primary care doctors that I've been to and the ones around here, they're not going to tell you anything about this. You walk in and you say, hey, no. I want this TPO and, and ANA, you know, they're going to mm-hmm. some of them will look at you and just be like, I'm sorry, why do you want that? And what are you talking yeah. about? You know, you yeah. you need to really advocate for yourself for sure. But OK, so the question was. The ANA question. Yeah, the, yeah, the question was, um, w- what does a high ANA signify? So I kind of like broke it down. Just like right. if anything is okay. off in that, it's it's signaling that your immune system is fighting your body somehow. I mean, your okay. immune system is fighting your immune system. Got so it. your body's like attacking itself, okay. which can just be inflammation. Right. Okay. It doesn't Perfect. always have to be. Yeah. So and And so for anyone that you know, wants to listen to the Hashimoto's um, yes. episode. It's episode 105. So check that out if you're interested in learning more about that is actually And Carrie Vitt is a, she's a great resource. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Next question. You know the type of hunger that happens around 11 a.m.? You know that lunch is soon, but you kind of feel like you just had breakfast and all you really want is something small, but you definitely want it to be healthy and just satisfying and tide you over until lunch. My go-to is always nuts. Now I usually will reach for almonds, but since I found the nuts.com honey roasted pecans, I have been obsessed. I literally finished an entire package of them one day, which is probably not the best thing to do because then I didn't want to have lunch. (laughs) But let me tell you, they are so good. 
And here's the thing, nuts.com doesn't only have nuts. You have options like cashews, gummy bears, popcorn, trail mix, and my recent favorite since I finished the honey roasted pecans is the dried mango. They have a whole bunch of dried fruit. The dried mango is so good and it's the best morning or afternoon sweet treat. The ingredients are the best because it's just mango. There is no artificial flavoring or any of that other crap. And nuts.com also has plenty of gluten-free items, organic options, and other diet-friendly products. Nuts.com is your one-stop shop for freshly roasted nuts, dried fruit, sweets, pantry staples like specialty flowers, and more. Their wide selection means there's something for everyone. Right now, Nuts.com is offering new customers a free gift with purchase and free shipping on orders of $29 or more at Nuts.com slash Anxiety Chicks. So go check out all of the delicious options at Nuts.com slash Anxiety Chicks. You'll receive a free gift and free shipping when you spend $29 or more. That's Nuts.com slash anxiety chicks. Hey guys, if you're anything like me, the second you feel any type of symptom, you find yourself grabbing your phone, googling, or scrolling TikTok to end up on some so-called experts page and end up diagnosing yourself with some horrible disease. Luckily, over the years, I have learned to stop playing doctor and get answers from people who actually know what's going on but also quickly enough that I don't have days waiting in between to spend Googling. That is when I found ZocDoc. ZocDoc helps you find expert doctors and medical professionals that specialize in the care you need and deliver the type of experience you want. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. When you are already struggling with fear of a symptom or feeling finding someone is stressful to help that can be exhausting and nearly impossible, that is where ZocDoc comes in. Using their free app that millions of users already rely on, you can find the right doctor that meets your needs and fits your schedule. Book an appointment with just a few taps in their app and start feeling better faster with ZocDoc. ZocDoc is perfect to help you find your next therapist, primary care doctor, eye doctor, dentist, and even OBGYN. My mom personally gets her own labs drawn, and she had to get into a primary care doctor really quick to go over the labs, and she forgot to book with her primary care. We went on ZocDoc, and we had my mom in the next day with a local primary care doctor. It was so fast, so easy, and it made everything just perfect for us because they also took her insurance. It was with a couple clicks on our computer and my mom was booked and in the next day. So cool, so amazing. Highly recommend ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash anxiety chicks and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash anxiety checks. ZocDoc.com slash anxiety checks. (laughs) 
Um, okay, so I have a question asking when to know, when do you know, oh, sorry, some of these people's questions are <laughs> the grammar, the grammar, but it's fine. Um, when do you know if you're making progress or not? And when should you use or try new tools? Okay. So I would say something that I say probably on every single episode, which is healing is not linear. So you could be making progress and it could, you know, a week could go by or a month or three months could go by. And you're thinking, oh my goodness, like I haven't had one panic attack. I'm really feeling good. Um, I just feel like, you know, this is, this is good. I haven't really even had anxiety attacks. Maybe I feel really regulated and then something happens, right? You get triggered or, you know, maybe you have a loss in your life or transition or something happens and your system is now totally shocked, right? Your nervous system starts going into fight or flight. You are experiencing severe anxiety again. Um, that's life. Okay. It sounds insensitive. I'm not trying to make it like that. But the reason why healing is not linear is because that is life. Um, progress does not progress does not mean that because you have you haven't had an anxiety attack or a panic attack in like five months, then you're making progress. No. Progress means that you can actually get through those certain episodes in a way that you haven't been able to get through them before. So I've talked a lot about how someone asked, can anxiety be cured? Okay. I talk a lot about how anxiety is a really debilitating type of fear or worry, right? And fear and worry are emotions. We can't take emotions out of our psyche or our brain. So will anxiety, will fear and like, will you ever not be able to feel fear and worry again in your life? No, you're going to be scared and you're going to worry mm -hmm. again. Can you learn how to regulate it and manage it so it doesn't turn into a panic attack or an anxiety attack? 100%. Mm -hmm. So I don't like to say the whole cure thing because you can't just take feelings out of your psyche. Um, but healing is – the healing in, in and of itself is, is progress. If you are on a daily basis making a choice to try and do the work – that's progress in my mind. Whether you have a panic attack that day or not, whether you're, you know, in the ER that day or not, you're still making progress. You're trying, you're doing the work. You're trying to learn what you can learn in order to manage and regulate yourself. I think it's always a good idea to try new tools. You know, this person asked when to use new tools. Education is medicine, just like food's medicine. Sleep is medicine. Education is powerful. So be open to trying different things. Be open to learning things about yourself and your mind and your body and the way it connects. Be open to learning about different people that have been through some of those things like us. Be open to listening to this podcast. If you're listening to this podcast, then you are 100% um, making progress because you're doing something actively to help yourself. So kudos to you guys. Um, and so... You know, I don't think there's just 
do you know when you're making progress? It's not just like, yes, I'll tell you when. It's going to be on April 3rd. And you're going to say, I'm making progress. No, it's not. as e- And everyone's anxiety looks different. So everyone's healing looks different. So I can't just make like this blanket statement. But what I will say, if you're doing the work and you are trying and you're living this life, you're making progress. So be proud of yourself. Mic drop. <laughs> I love that. I think that's so true. I think that... I think that there are times we have to like pivot, you know, it's like, oh, I've been like doing these four by four by four box breathings every day and I don't feel like my anxiety's gotten any better. And I feel like I'm at the exact same position. It's like, okay, yeah, like one, you read one like Instagram post that said like doing this deep breathing will cure everything. You know, it's like sometimes in life we have to like do trial and error, finding things that help us. But I do believe that we can get to a point where, like you said, Everybody that is human um, and maybe not narcissist, I don't know, experience <laughs> some level of anxiety. Yeah. Everybody. not There's not a single person, even my husband, the most like casual, calm, collected man, he's experienced nervous and anxiety in some way, shape or form. In life, every... Like things will happen and we will experience some sort of anxiety. Am I going to have a full-blown mental breakdown panic attack like I used to? Probably not because I've learned through so many years of taking care of my mental health and knowing the, like you said, protocols to go to when I start to feel I can catch myself sooner. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, we're starting to feel this way. That's progress. Mm -hmm. It's not shaming yourself for feeling those feelings. It's saying hey, we feel those feelings, what usually helps us? How can we support them? 100%. I agree with that. I agree. It's it's finding like a toolkit, right? I talk all about the Anxiety Healer's Guide, my book, you know, finding <laughs> a toolkit of, of, you know, exercises and techniques and um, cognitive action steps you can take in order to, um, you know, regulate yourself better. But, you know, even everything I have in my toolkit I can't just like today, if I feel, you know, I, I rate myself, that's a huge thing, right? Making progress, learning, being more self-aware of your own emotions and your body reactions to anxiety. So rating yourself from one to 10, right? One, the calmest you've ever been, 10, going to the ER in a panic attack, right? And you can, as long as you are really trying to work on being more aware of where you are throughout the day with that and learning what you can do to kind of activate the parasympathetic nervous system, the rest and digest part and regulate your body symptoms, but then also cognitively, right? Like changing and rewiring the way that you think it's a constant journey of that. Mm -hmm. Like I've been working on this for 15 years, I would say, my own journey. And the past week has been literally one of, an episode that was horrible, a health anxiety episode, because I had these shingles. I didn't know what was going on. Doctors didn't help me. I was up at three o'clock in the morning one night. If you guys saw my stories, Googling, do I have a, a tumor on my spine? Horrible stuff that I tell everyone not to do, right? And what am I going to do? Am I going to like... You know, I really know now how to get out of that spiral a little bit quicker than I used to. That's really what the Mm -hmm. progress is. I can Mm -hmm. move forward from that spiral in my brain. Um, It used to take me days or weeks sometimes to get out of that really negative spiral. And now I have tools and I know kind of, and I share them on my Instagram, so go there, um, on how to break free of that loop, that spiral loop. But Mm -hmm. 
I've been doing the work for 10, 15 years, you know, when I started recognizing that something was really wrong with my nervous system. And I still get into these patterns sometimes, but I'm still making progress. I'm aware mm -hmm. of it. You know, I'm learning. And um, it's funny, you, you and I never, we always say toolkit. Yeah. We never just say like, oh, this one thing, like this one, you know, it's like, it's always toolkit. So like, that's what I would say to anybody who's listening. It's like, oh, this one modality isn't working for me. That's why you should have a ton of modalities. Like it's so important to have this combination of things that you use in your daily life that really help you because there is no one thing on this earth that's going to help your anxiety anything, nothing, yeah. not just one thing. It's a combination. It's a toolkit. And I think and anybody every, who has a toolkit is seeing some progress. Yeah. And everyone's looks different. So yeah. you just have to kind of figure out which ones are the best for you, which is what my book basically is why I wrote it. So you can really figure out, it's very individualized. You can figure out which tools are the best for you. So go to the show notes and buy it. Okay, guys. Um, or enter the giveaway <laughs> next month. What? Or enter the giveaway. You might get it for free. Um, yeah. So yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Next question. Next question. Did you ever have breathing anxiety? I feel like I can't breathe every day. That's exactly what I used to have. And I would get it really bad right before I was trying to go to sleep. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but when you almost start like hyper-focusing on breathing, breathing is a natural thing, guys. We don't have to tell our body to breathe. But when you start to obsess and hyper-focus on breathing, it's so easy to just start hyperventilating or like trying so hard to take a deep breath that you feel like you can't take a deep breath. And then you get into the spiral of, oh my gosh, I'm not breathing. And then next thing you know, you have an oxygen meter on your finger. What? This, what? Is this like a story that's oh happened to God. me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is your experience. Your ox oxometer, whatever that's called. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, oh I am not getting enough oxygen right now. Um, but yes, I think that is very common. Allison was kind of nodding her head. Yes, too. Oh my gosh. Well, I was just going to say actually a lot for me, my, personally, that's happened not as intense as I think some other people, but oh, a high percentage of the clients I work with, I will actually actively have to mirror breathing exercises for them. Like when we're actually together working in session together because breathing exercises actually make them more anxious. Like mm -hmm. thinking of having to do the exercise makes yeah. them even yeah. more anxious because then they feel like they're not getting the right breath. And it's like, okay, yeah. here's the reason why this is going to work. And a lot of times when it comes to practicing breath work, knowing the science behind it is actually really helpful. Mm -hmm. And why why breathing a certain way is going to literally slow your heart rate down. Because if mm -hmm. you constantly keep thinking that your heart rate is getting faster and you're not able to breathe, literally, that this is why our mind and our body are connected. It's literally going to make you believe that. That's essentially how a panic attack happens. Um, so... I would say if if you struggle with breath work or you're hyper focused on breathing, learn the science of why why breath work actually helps and why like breathing from your diaphragm is what slows the heart rate. And also go to YouTube and watch video watch videos of a person breathing and breathe with them mm -hmm. like with that yes. person breathing. So you're focusing on the other person breathing and then you're seeing a visual and doing that at the same time. Yeah. That's they even like have some the, ones 
Yeah, they have some ones on YouTube that like count down. Yes. So you don't have to think about the counting because I feel like when you start thinking about the counting and you make it this whole big deal and you're a perfectionist, you get Mm -hmm. weird with it. At least I've done that. Yeah, I'm like, no, okay, this, totally. is getting, that this is getting rigid at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, YouTube has crazy good visuals. Amazing. I mean, yeah. just like just like other social media like outlets, Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, um, you know, with mental health, so educational now and YouTube is amazing. So um, I think learning once you learn that that breathing a certain way actually really is helpful for you and that you just can't stop breathing you're just not going to stop breathing one day but you know like unless there's obviously underlying medical things but it's doing it and 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 being able to watch and focus on something else while you're practicing it can be really helpful to learn yourself first so i like that okay yes um, okay. How to know when it's time for a medicine change? So I really like this question because I think honestly, this sort of goes back to when anyone that hasn't even tried any medication f- before, it's kind of going back to the same drawing board as when you first started thinking about medication a right for me this is the kind of fears i have with certain medications i don't know if it's going to work a lot of those thoughts kind of come back when you feel like maybe you're t- on some type of medication and maybe you don't see a change or mm-hmm. the side effects you know you might have some side effects you obviously want to be very aware of your yourself right and aware of you know some changes that might have happened since you started taking the medication I definitely think that seeing someone who's monitoring your medication appropriately is very, very important. So you guys have Mm -hmm. probably heard me on my soapbox about seeing psychiatrists instead of your primary doctor for any type of psychiatric medication. I will always just encourage that. I know it's not, I know it's impossible for a lot of people because it can be very expensive. So I understand, but I will always still say that that will be my suggestion on how to get evaluated for psychological medication, seeing a psychiatrist. That person will really, really monitor you and monitor these medications as you walk through them. And so if you are feeling um, that that there is some type of concern about them, whether it's side effects or whether you feel like you're not sure if it's working, then that person can help monitor that for you and can actually you, you should, this is what I have known for most of my colleagues that are psychiatrists, you will have a longer evaluation with them the first time, and then they will want to see you at least like once a week for the first couple weeks just to make sure. So that's like best practice to make sure they're, um, but always like any, any doctor and when it comes to medicine at all, be your own advocate. If you feel like something is not right for you, you need to ask questions and you need to speak up. Do not just continue something because they're like, oh, just say a lot of medications for um, psychiatric meds, they need to be in your system for a little while in order to start working. And so totally understandable. Maybe you're feeling a little bit off the first like week or two. I would say definitely try and give it a little bit of time because it does take a little bit of time to get into your system. But after that, 
And even even if it's before that, that's fine too. You're feeling really off or really bad side effects. You do not need mm-hmm. to stay. You need to just contact someone, contact your doctor, whoever gave it to you, and speak up. But I would say you know yourself better than anyone else. So for that person that asked, just ask questions and listen to your body and and know that most times, by the way, you guys, for any type of, of psychiatric meds, you have to try a couple to know which ones actually work best for you. There are there are a couple people, handful of people I know that were put on one type, were prescribed one one medication, and it was like, oh yeah, it actually helped me. It was good. But so many people I know they have to try a couple different ones. Everyone's brain mm-hmm. chemistry is different, so just be patient with it. And I am I'm a holistic practitioner, but I'm a huge advocate for medication too when it's prescribed mm-hmm. correctly and managed correctly. Yeah, okay. I think I'm it's also important today. <laughs> I also think it's important if you're like in a childbearing age to advocate for that too. Like say you're just now getting married or you're wanting to have a kid or something and they are about to put you on a psychiatric med and it's not one that you can be on when you're pregnant. So then they all – this happened to someone I know. Right as she's like going to get pregnant or I think she was pregnant. Yeah, she was pregnant. They switched her medication because it wasn't one she could be on while pregnant. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she just like, she had the worst time switching. Yeah. And so she was like, I wish they would have just put me on that one in the beginning. Right. So that I could have gotten used to it, not pregnant. So then she's in her first trimester and trying a new medication. And so she was right. like, it was just like a lot. So I think oh, that's something no. you should really advocate for. Cause they do make some that you can take. 100%. Think, yeah. While, yeah. 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 So it's like, kind of silly for a doctor, you know, probably a male doctor <laughs> who's like, here's, <laughs> here's this medication that we'll need to change in a year while you're pregnant. <laughs> That's not true. Taylor, stop it. I'm kidding. Male doctor, stop. Um, but yeah, that's true. So just listen to your body. I would say, um, you know, and also make sure that you talked and ask questions to your doctor because, that's just going to help you understand more of maybe what the side effects or anything else are telling you. I have another friend who was on a medication. This is, she's a funny girl. Uh, it wasn't a psychiatric medication, but she was on some medication and her doctor was like, oh, you got to give it a little bit of time to like, you know, like you said, get into your system yeah. and there can be some adjustments in the beginning. And I think, I think she was on like week 12 and she was like, guys, I just like, don't know if I should be feeling this way. And she like went back to her doctor and they were like, yeah, uh, you're definitely having like major adverse reactions and you, you should have told us this like way sooner. <laughs> so if you're feeling, she, she is like super carefree though. And like absolutely no anxiety. So like oh. props to her for that. But I would have, I would have been at the doctor immediately, but yeah, definitely. Like Allison said, if you just are like, hey, I'm not vibing with this after like three, four weeks, that's something you should advocate for. 100%. 100%. Okay. Next Even over the counter supplements, good. guys. 100%. Yes, yes, true. Different. I mean, people have side effects for anything. Like uh, someone could take. Anyway, not going to fear monger you right now with medication. So, anyway, no, that's good. Yes. Okay. Do you, uh, do you have any more questions? Or is that it? No, that was ours. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was good. Um, Short and sweet. Short and sweet this this month. We'll be back next month for our Q&A. 
Um, so make sure you submit them. I put them in my stories and so does Taylor. So you can submit them and um, always just email us at theanxietychicks at gmail.com too if you have any questions. And um, thanks for the reviews, you guys. And thanks for sticking with us. Again, with topics or any suggestions you have with topics or anything too, we'd love to hear them. So get yes. in touch. Bye, guys. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.